Welcome to the Podglomerate. For everything that you were too afraid to ask at home, too embarrassed to ask at school, or was just too hard to ask your partner, welcome to the Sex Rap. Hey, everybody, and welcome back to The Sex Wrap. You're here today with Andrew and Spring, your favorite sex experts, answering your questions about relationships, love, sex, anything that you want, we'll talk about. How you doing today, Spring? Good. I feel like you're using like a sexy voice today. Did you kind of modify what radio voice you're using? I, I didn't know that I had a sexy <laughs> voice, but uh, apparently um, I can sound sexy. Oh, I hope not. Not in the age of Corona. No. Uh <laughs> I don't know. I, I mean, I was probably using projection voice. You know, mm, like whenever I stand mm. up in front of a group of people, I, I speak very mm, loudly, yeah. um, mm. deeper. But uh, I don't know. I, I've had to listen to my voice a lot this semester, and I am not a fan. So thank you, listeners, for listening to my voice because I don't want to. I think you have a great voice. I mean, yeah, it is always funny listening to your own voice. But um, yeah, you have a great voice. Don't worry. Let's not comment on mine. So, uh, Andrew... I've been thinking about something, you know, how like when people want to hook up with each other, um, like a super cool thing to do is to like get tested for like sexually transmitted diseases and stuff and like make sure that you don't have any diseases. And like, that's just like a good part of like being a good person. But like people sometimes do that when they want to have sex with someone new. Um, no, I am not familiar with pretty much anyone ever getting tested as part of the hookup culture. It's normally let's not talk about that and then then have sex and then maybe worry about it and regret it afterwards. OK, well, I know people who uh, will get tested and then like try to hook up and be like, look, I just got tested and they like, they want to share, you know, um, I've been tested. I don't have any STD. So it's a good idea to hook up with me. Um, <laughs> but I, mean, I guess that's a big bonus. Like if you have paperwork to show like, look, I, I got tested and, and currently, or at least at the time of this test, I, I don't have these right. sexually transmitted Yeah, I mean, diseases. it's pretty hilarious because like, yeah, you don't even know like what they've done since they've got the test or like whatever, like it, but whatever. I think, it, I think it's funny, but what I'm trying to say is, uh, there's a new version of that now. What? What's the new version? So my friend yesterday, she texted me and she said that a guy that was trying to hook up with her sent her his negative COVID-19 test saying it was safe to hook up with him. <laughs> wow. I'm surprised he could even get one. Like who can get a COVID test? That's like a lot harder to get than any of the STD tests. I don't know. Wow. Yeah. So he got the test and then sent that as documentation to her. It's safe for me to come over. Can we hook up now? Did it work? Um, no, because she had no desire to hook up with him, but I mean, maybe if she wanted to hook up with him, it could have worked. But <laughs> I mean, I can now see like people on Tinder swiping left or right based on like if it was one of your pictures, like your COVID free status. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think that's going to be the new uh, hookup culture. It's, it's the new thing. I'm predicting it. You heard it here first on the sex wrap. Get your COVID greetings if you want to have the sex on the people. <laughs> Well, speaking of other bad ideas, um, so we have accumulated over the last three plus years a very large, very long list of questions that people have submitted. Um, and each week, we, you know, we pick a few and talk about them. But there's this 
growing group of questions that are either silly or short or funny, or we're not sure if the person who submitted them was being serious or not. Like, are you trolling us? Um, But what we thought we would do today is have a shorter, lighter, funnier episode um, about some of these questions that uh, people have submitted. So the basic idea of today's show is do not try this at home. Like, Normally, we're telling you everything that you should do. And today we're like, please don't. (laughs) And some of these come out of like movies, though. I know most of our listeners are probably like younger than the audience who would have watched American Pie originally. The first one that I want to talk about is like, should I use two condoms? Like if you have sex two times in a row, then yes, you should use two condoms. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, um, you should never put on two condoms at a time. Um, and that is, you know, I think people joke a lot about that. They say like double bag it and they're like implying, you know, that somebody probably has a sexually transmitted disease and that you should really make sure you don't get it or that that person's very fertile and they'll definitely get pregnant and you really don't want to get pregnant. Uh, but it, is the worst idea ever because two condoms is not better than one. It's worse than one. Yeah. They're much more likely to break if you have two condoms. And also like if you're talking about double bagging it because you're afraid of catching an STI because you think the person might have one, I encourage you to change the way you think about your hookups and hookup culture to include COVID testing and (laughs) to perhaps not have sex with people who you think are such a huge risk or talk about it or go get tested with them. Also, I think we, I mean, I think this is a thing we talk about on our show a lot. You have no idea what somebody's risk is based on what they look like, based on what you've heard about them, based on any of that, because somebody that has like maybe one or two partners, but doesn't use protection would be more risky to have sex with than somebody who's having sex with a lot of partners, but is very good at using all forms of protection. So just because you even think you know how many people someone's had sex with, that doesn't mean you know about what the risk actually would be to you to have different types of sexual behavior with them. Yep. And we even have an episode about like, what's your N and what does that mean? Uh, what's, your, also, what's your number? I think what's you your number? Say. You used your a scientific number? term there. That was hilarious. Uh, yeah, what's your N? <laughs> Yikes. Uh, So, right. And if you don't want to get pregnant, right, that's the other reason why people talk about using two condoms. There are lots of other things that you can do that add a second layer of protection that are way more effective than something as ineffective as two condoms, right? So you can start looking at other kinds of birth control. You can look at like condoms and pulling out condoms and hormonal birth control, condoms and IUDs. Like there's a lot of things that you can do. Um, So uh, should you use two condoms? dual forms of birth control and dual forms of birth control is a very good idea, but two condoms is not dual form. It's two a very condoms bad idea. is negative form. <laughs> yeah. I also think it would hurt. I've never done it before, but I think like it would be really uncomfortable for the person with the two condoms on them. Like, yeah. That's a lot of pressure. and It's like rubber bands on the base yeah. of a penis. I also don't even really know how it would work, but um, it just seems like very difficult to try to get a second condom on a, over a first condom, doesn't yeah. it? It doesn't seem like, yeah. Anyway, don't do it. I kind of want to try it now. Oh, I'm totally trying it after this episode. I'll get back to you next week. Not on myself. There's a banana in the kitchen that has two condoms name on it. So totally going to get on that. Um, 
I also think, uh, like, there's another question that comes with this, and is that, can I reuse a condom? And I don't, I, I mean, I, is this a serious question? I mean, uh. so we're answering this in the don't try it at home day, but I mean, if if you're seriously asking this question, the I mean, the no, like, no. Yeah, definitely no. Um, I mean, there are polyurethane condoms, like uh, internal condoms that in countries where they don't have a lot of resources, they might suggest washing and reusing those. But uh, that is not something that we would recommend, especially when you have uh, condoms readily available. And we would never recommend that with latex condoms. Yeah, absolutely. So if you're using normal like Trojan latex condoms, you may not wash it and reuse it. Washing it and reusing it is pretty much a guaranteed failure for the condom. Even if it doesn't break, there are lots of little pores. And by washing it and reusing it, those pores are going to be even bigger and be make it even less effective at preventing pregnancy or STDs. Um, and Spring mentioned polyurethane condoms. While there's some evidence in parts of the world that insertable condoms like... Mm, you don't want to do it, right? Like the, we're talking yeah. about places with sex workers who don't have enough money and they're trying to protect themselves. And this is like a last ditch effort kind of thing. Um, so I just wanted to mention that. So like if people say, oh, but I've heard like, yeah, there are certain instances with certain types of condoms that that is true, but that is not best practice in any in any way. <laughs> Yeah. And I mean, you can, if you would like, almost every state in the country will send you, if you contact their Department of Health, unlimited free condoms. Like I live in Florida, you can contact Miami Department of Health and they will just send condoms to your house. And you can contact Planned Parenthood. Many Planned Parenthoods will send condoms to your house. Like if you need extra condoms, you can get extra condoms. And then, I mean, my other piece of advice for this, like instead of reusing a condom, like if you're completely out and you're like, oh, should we just rinse it out? And no, don't rinse it out and try it. Do something else. Right. Listen to our episodes. We give you lots of other ideas for kinds of sex that you can have where you don't necessarily need to have a condom. There's handies and there's outer course and then there's like mutual masturbation and fraud. Like there's yeah, lots get of things. creative. Yeah. But no, How you may not use that? a condom twice. Yeah. OK, we need Ugh. to take a short break, but we'll be right back with some more of your things to not try at home. Welcome back, everybody. Are you worried about what we're going to talk about next? I am. <laughs> I I mean, I kind of love these questions. Maybe we'll do like one of these episodes every couple months as they come <sighs> in. Um, okay. We have so many. Next question. How can I learn to suck my own dick? Not, I mean, that's a quote. Like, that, that's the question that came in. <laughs> How can I learn to suck my own dick? It's called autofellatio. That's like the term where one sucks one's own penis. Um, so Spring, you are a yoga expert. And uh, when Spring and I were planning this episode a couple days ago, we talked about this and there was um, some activity that went on. Spring. Look, guys, I just, you know, uh, tried a couple yoga positions, fully clothed uh, in front of the camera with Andrew because I'm pretty flexible. I've been teaching yoga a really long time, uh, you know, just to see like how close could you really get. And according to my flexibility, which is pretty high, <laughs> we decided that you would have to have at least a 10 inch dick to really be able to do this properly. <laughs> but, but I mean, that doesn't even get there. Like 
should you suck? <laughs> should you try? Now, there are actually like cases of this that where men have done this and end up hurting themselves or breaking mm, bones yeah. or even become paralyzed because they're in this process and they're like flipping their body up over themselves trying to perform this act. Um, so like, should you even attempt this? The answer is probably no. If you're going to try to attempt it, that means you need to get into some kind of crazy flexibility and core strength and strength building and neck building. Like you need all of those muscles like full force. And I mean, the whole background to this question is like, can you tickle yourself? If you tickle yourself, does it feel good? No, you can't even really tickle yourself. And then if we read accounts of men who have done it, most of the time they're like, it doesn't really feel like very much if I do do it. Um, so if you're a contortionist, sure, absolutely like become a contortionist to suck your own dick. But otherwise, I mean, you have hands, there are sex toys, there are fleshlights, there are much safer things that you can do. Yeah, it's just like people have this idea that this will be so amazing. But yeah, the truth is that like it is very uncomfortable to really try to get into a position like that in the first place. And then like, could you actually even enjoy it if you could get your mouth there? Like, no because of the positioning like you want to be able to relax and like enjoy this right and that's not the position you're in so like the the idea behind it i think is like people think this will be super fun or sexy or cool but like really it would be quite a lot of work to not really enjoy something that much and we're saying there's a lot higher payoff activities <laughs> that you can engage in with much less work yeah so don't try this at home. Don't try this at home. <laughs> I think I think we should have a don't try this at home like song that we sing after each of these. Like, don't try. Don't try this at home. Don't try. Don't try this at home. Just like as a reminder. <laughs> um, I'll let you get on that song. I still have a video of Spring in my YouTube channel of her singing the song whenever we were teaching together in grad school of... What was it? Touch my shake my caboose song. Shake your caboose. Yeah. Shake your caboose. song. Um, I mean, here's the thing. I have had people in my life Google me and then talk about that video to me. It is the first video on the Internet of me <laughs> that is available to be found. So, yeah, people love to bring up shake your caboose. <laughs> shake your caboose and it's sideways too because we didn't know what we were doing and we had like a digital camera when nobody had digital camera it's a mess that was Don't like try this yeah, at home. that was like camera phones before camera phones were a thing and you like had one and you yeah. uploaded it crooked yeah it's great it's, yeah <laughs> please when she was a natural red instead of a natural pink all right what else should we not try at home <laughs> So the next question, I am certain whoever submitted this is trolling us, but should I put peanut butter on my genitals? The reason people want to put peanut butter on their genitals is so that an animal will lick it off. It is not just to put peanut butter there. It is to entice an animal there to then lick it off to perform some type of sexual activity on them. Um, so, I mean... We actually have talked a little bit about this, I believe, on the pets episode. <laughs> I think we like referenced this for a moment in the episode where we talk about uh, pets watching you having sex. Um, and I mean, 
The answer is don't try this at home because you are mistreating your animal, first of all. Um, and you do not want to do that to your pet if you are a good person. Um, so, I mean, I don't think we even have to say more than that. I mean, it's bestiality. Like, it's not... No, don't do it. On the medical side of things, if you look through medical records, there are both men and women who have put peanut butter on their genitals for their animal to lick off. And the animal has bit them in their genitals and has caused significant damage and wounds. So not only should you not do it because of animal rights issues, right? You shouldn't do it because there is a chance the animal will get really excited that you're feeding them peanut butter and they will chomp your penis or chomp your vagina. So just, just don't do it. No, Bad idea. don't try this at home. Don't try. Don't try this at home. Hey, don't try. Don't oh try gosh. this at home. <laughs> don't try. Don't try. You're you lucky like that, that our interns are off right now or else that would have been the musical clip for this uh, episode <laughs> when it went live. <laughs> All right. So the next question on our don't try this at home um, comes from somebody who sent us a rather long question asking about gay couples. Um which one is the husband and which one is the wife? I love this question. I mean, it's kind of cute, but it's kind of cute. It's also kind of, yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it's like, okay, you don't understand um, anything about uh, sexual orientation and that's okay. And we encourage you to ask questions if you don't understand things. So thank Thank you for for asking. asking. Thank you for asking. Um, Neither. Neither is the husband, or maybe they're both husbands, or if they're lesbians, maybe they're both wives, or maybe they don't use that word. Maybe they use partner. Um, so this kind of question, you know, it, it, it assumes that all couples are going to be like a, a man and a woman couple, and all couples are going to follow traditional gender roles. And if we look at the successes in uh, lesbian and, and gay relationships, one of the things that they do a lot better than most heterosexual couples is they don't follow those roles. So instead of being like one of them does the cooking and the laundry, like, In my relationship, I put away more of the laundry and I don't do a lot of the cooking because my partner finds it relaxing and enjoys it. So we split those tasks up based on what we enjoy. Um, I mean, there is not a husband or a wife, right? And I think actually for most heterosexual relationships, people in those, you'd probably be better off if you got rid of all of the baggage that, like, I think this question's about the baggage that people associate with those terms. Yeah. And I mean, I think what someone's really asking is like, who does the traditional uh, husband roles and who does the traditional wife roles like within the relationship, right? Like who's cooking, who's cleaning, who's whatever. And I mean, um, that's just like a main problem of like stereotypical gender roles, which I would hope no relationships follow because anytime we're following stereotypical gender roles, then we aren't actually able to fully express ourselves, to fully express our full range of emotions, to fully be ourselves. So we want to encourage people to not follow these kind of stereotypical gender roles within relationships. And that doesn't matter if it's, um, two males in a relationship, two females, a male and a female, any person who doesn't identify as male or female, like whatever gender people are, they should do the things that they like that make them happy in the relationship and support their partners that like to do other things in the relationship. And hopefully that all balances out in some way at the end. (laughs) Oh, balance. (laughs) All right. We have one more question that we're going to talk about today. And... 
Okay. So this when, question, when, I can't, I, I have so many problems understanding this question. Go ahead. So <laughs> the question came in um, and it's about, uh, 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 see, I'm stuttering, even trying to put it. So I distilled it down it to, is it safe to put pens in my vagina? But this person likes to put multiple pens inside of their vagina. And they said they like to put three and four pens inside of their vagina. Is it safe to put pens in my vagina? So this is a very confusing question for me. I, I can't understand what kind of pens they're talking about. I can't understand why they would want to do this. I can't understand having grabbing multiple pens and I, I just, I'm just, so I'm not I mean, judging them. I'm just a little confused as to why pens, I guess. So I think, it, I mean, it may be coming from a younger listener who's at home with their parents and they don't have access to uh, sex toys or anything else. So they and they might enjoy penetration or G-spot simulation. So they want something to use. So no, pens are not safe. The answer is like, no, they are not safe. Yeah. Now, if you're taking a pen and you're putting it inside of a condom, then we're probably getting a little bit safer. But if we're talking about things that you should be putting into your vagina, things that go into vagina should be things that are purposefully created and tested and safe and made out of safe materials and are soft enough or round enough. Like pens have hard edges. We don't know what kind of plastics pens are made out of. It could be made out of things that could, you know, leach into the vagina and be harmful. What happens if the cap pops off inside of the vagina is sharp? Most of the pens I'm thinking about, I feel like the cap would just like, it's sharp. It feels like it has an edge. It feels like it might come off. I feel so worried. Yeah. We're very like, are they Sharpies? (gasps) Oh, because they're like a little rounder, but then you don't want to get permanent Sharpie ink inside of a vagina. You you don't want any ink to get it. You don't want anything to be really be put into a vagina fluid wise. That's not safe to safe and tested. Like, so, I mean, this is a kind of goofy question. I'm not sure if this is a troll question or not, but is it safe to put pens inside my vagina? The answer is no. Don't try this at home. (laughs) Don't try this at home. Now, if you want something to put in your vagina, we have some great partnerships. We have Lubricant Company. We have UberLube, where the sex wrap is our discount code. You get 10% off if you want that. Um, And then we have SweetVibes.toys, where the sex space wrap, uh, no, the sex space wrap, will get you 15% off. And they have all kinds of really great, high-quality, lifetime uh, warranty silicon medical grade silicon toys yeah their toys are so great and they those you can put in your vagina yes you can get those um, and we occasionally do contests so check out our social media as if you're putting pens in your vagina you definitely have the time to go to our instagram and next time (laughs) we run a contest uh just like enter it and try to win because we give them away pretty frequently um so right so just enter it vibes.toys and then sex space wrap is our discount code. Use that 15% off. The toys are already like they're half the cost of most other they're, websites. They're very well priced. Yeah. Yeah. They're, they're, they're great. Um, I was, I, this was not actually part of our plan today. I'm just thinking about like put safe things in your vagina. I, I mean, fingers in a condom. And if you're going to put pens in your vagina, put a condom on each one first or like, yeah, well, like just, well it's not really safe. No. It's going to rip a condom. Yeah, let's not do that at yeah. all, I don't think. Um, all right. Okay. 
Okay. Thank you for these I'm, questions. I'm a little stressed out right now. <laughs> I mean, keep them coming. Haha. <laughs> no, um, if you have any questions, even if you want to troll us. So if, if these were troll questions and you're listening, you're just like giggling that Spring and Andrew are like, oh my God, they talked about sucking my own dick or peanut butter or pens in my vagina. Um, so Spring, I have a question for you. Which one of us is the husband? Which one of us is the wife? Uh, I mean, it's confusing because it's a work relationship, right? So like in the work relationship, like no one has to do like the cooking and cleaning and stuff like that. So mm. like, I'm not sure who's the work wife and who's the work husband. Mm. Yeah. Do you know? I mean, if we had offices side by side again, I would totally be the the work wife again, like get you the snacks when you're feeling down and having coffees and things like that. But I that's not really snacks. wifiness. I'm just like a like a nurturing. I want I want everything to be fun and a good time. I want everyone to feel like they're having a better day because I'm I'm there because I want tomorrow to be better than today. Anyway. All right. We're done. We're done. Um, OK. We're can you just do end. can you just do a round of the don't try this at home song? Just just let me hear your version. Hey, everybody. Don't try this at home. That's not a song. Spoken word. Ugh. Spoken word. No, no. I sing like four versions. Come on. <laughs> no, no. I'll, I'll, I'll do a piano version, record it, send it to you. We'll put it in the next episode. <laughs> All right. Where can they find us, Andrew? Hey, everybody. Uh, so if you have any follow up about any of the five or six questions we answered today or have any other questions, absurd or otherwise, sex, love, relationships, sexual health, uh, let us know. Uh, you can find us uh, via email. We're the sexwrap at gmail.com. That's rap with a W. You can call us at 413IRAPIT. And you should check out our social media. You can DM us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at the sex rap. Thanks for listening, everyone. Have a good one. Don't try this at home. Don't try this at home. For everything that you were too afraid to ask at home, too embarrassed to ask at school, or just too... Af- Music for this episode provided by the ever-elusive and mysterious Breakmaster Cylinder. The Podglomerate. A Sonic Universe.